0: This is 161st Street, Yankee
1: Yankees! All right, all right. Welcome back. Episode 110, Rob Fortrain Savages podcast. The Yankees win the first two, Rob. Then they split the next two. Or, excuse me, they don't split the next two. They lose the next two and split the series in Oakland. And I think we kind of went into this. You know, Yanks had a really good first game, obviously scoring a ton of runs. And we're like, all right, Yanks are back, dude. They just beat Manoa. They just beat Scherzer. And then they just, took, you know, they swept the Mets with with Walker on the mound, obviously. And we're like, all right, we got our swagger back, Rob. No, 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 no. I think we got a little bit more uh, stuff to uncover here. Yanks, I think we're like, took them 20 innings to get more than one hit in some chunk of this game. Um 78-50 and right now, 7.5 up on the Rays who are hot. And I know you, Rob, have not slept on them all year. And I think that take is definitely coming to fruition now. But how are we, dude? What's good? I'm doing okay. The Yankees right now, after this
0: two-game set, not doing the greatest. Um, They're heading into Anaheim or Los Angeles Angels now. Uh, for tonight and then the next two days and then an off day. But, yeah, I think this episode will definitely take a more – we were talking about it before we started recording – that will take a less optimistic approach. And, and, and look at this because, listen, they they lost two, two games to the Oakland A's. And uh, flat out, they're not good. The Oakland A's are a bad baseball team. And they had an opportunity to win game three. Um, some errors and some mental mistakes – and then you go into Game Four where you're facing a guy that I believe like just came up from Triple A and Martinez. Uh, I don't know how long he's been up. I could be wrong on that. But
1: he, I, he's been like literally one of the worst pitchers in baseball this it, year.
0: It's it's really th- yeah. That's all you got to know. So um, <laughs> yeah, we'll take a dive. Uh, right. I mean, we're right before uh, once once uh, we get past this episode, then we'll hit September, um, and then that's the last month of baseball. It's crazy that we're here, it's but
1: basically. It's basically go time. It's like it's go time, man. After after Anaheim, it's go time, dude. We got the Rays after Anaheim. Um, you know how the we know how the Yankees like to turn the switch on and off. They better be able to turn it on in September, dude. Yes. Because my God, I know you're happy as well, but I'm so glad that the month of August is coming to an end.
0: Yeah. Um. Our friend of the pod, Sweeney Murdy, put up uh, stats yesterday that I retweeted from the account. Um, go follow at four train savages as well as at four Sa- four train savages on Instagram at four savages on Twitter uh, but I retweeted on Twitter of the 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 splits between the months and it's just it's you just see the drastic difference of how the month of August has just been bad and I I alluded to it say earlier earlier on in the season in like June and July and say oh you know when we get to the dog days of August it'll be tough but hey dude it, it would It was worse than I thought it would be. Say, oh yeah, it's. I mean, the second they were talking about the second worst teams behind the Pirates and the Tigers. Like that is not company that you want to keep at all. And dude, I
1: I I think this is way worse than the Yankees organization and front office because I think they plan to kind of not try in August, like, we went over that. It was pretty clear they weren't going to care to win a ton of games. But I don't think they thought it would be this bad. No. Like, they couldn't. That would just not be a logical decision to make if you thought it would be this bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, it's just uh, – it, I like I said, I thought they would struggle. I did not think that they would struggle this bad, especially the way that they looked earlier on. And um, it, it, you could say how much you weigh – Two to three months versus one month, and then making a. Ass- I mean, September is going to be big for them. Uh, if you watch the the Jeter documentary, they talked about how the '98 Yankees, um, as well as I think the 2000 Yankees, um, uh, just bad stretches heading into the postseason. Uh, obviously, I'd say '98 is a little different because of how just utterly dominant they were. But when you when you're playing. At these bad stretches, the noise is going to just continue to get louder and louder, mm-hmm. and that's what it is right now. Um, there's still a month of baseball left. I'm st- we're going to a lot of games. We have an exciting thing that's coming up that you guys should look out for on our Instagram. Uh, is there? Wink, wink. I, we're giving away some tickets. I I think we could say that. So check yeah, out 100%. the check out the Instagram, and we'll be giving away some tickets um, with a partnership that we got coming up. Um, but yeah, I I there's the noise is getting louder. We'll I'll we'll be going to the stadium more in September, and it's just it's just going to continue to ramp up if they do not address it and they do not play better. That's just quite frankly how it's going to go, and mm-hmm. um, they will have us feeling a lot better. They have games again. They have two series against Boston in the month of September. They're playing they're playing the Rays. I believe they have one sprinkled in with Toronto. Um, they have some. They're playing against some good teams. Not so much Boston. I would just say that's the rivalry, and I want to see them beat them. But
1: still got Minnesota in there. Yeah, you too got Minnesota in there. So you got Baltimore. Some, you got
0: some solid ball clubs in there that you can make an impression on Yankee fans that make you feel better headed into the postseason. Is the moral of the story. And that listen, they just got to do it. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You got to go out and you got to do it. So
1: and Rob, I, you know that to your point, the lead is not astronomical no. anymore. I mean, it would be. A collapse that they'd almost have to try and pull off in one month to blow a seven and a half game lead, but I mean the last two weeks of the season, dude. You don't want to have to be winning every game because you're two and a half up. You want to be three and a half up. You want to want to coast in and let Cole get his rest and let Nestor get his rest and you know give them you know whatever it is they need to kind of catapult into October. So let's not let this. I mean. I don't want to say it dude, but Tampa obviously they took 3 or 4 from us before last week or whatever. Um if they do that this week, not good. Th- what? 4 games 4 games back of us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get swept. <laughs> and that was at the stadium, I believe. This yeah. one is in in the drop, which drop uh-huh. sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Flat out. Yeah, and um yeah. and then you then I'm going that weekend. The Jeter game, that's going to be then the next weekend series. They're playing Tampa back at the stadium.
1: so that. Oh, shit. So it's Tampa, Minnesota,
0: and then Tampa again. Yeah. So, like, listen. Oh, my God. Listen, this road trip, even though it's on the West Coast and you're saying they're bad teams, like, that's why you want to get fat. So you said win four out of seven. But ideally, we'd want to get even more fat on these bad teams, even though we are on the West Coast, because then you got to come back and play in Tampa and then head back to the stadium, but you're playing good teams, so um, or better teams than what you're playing right now. So that's just why it was so frustrating to watch them lose those two games, and the way that they lost them is just. I mean, vote is hitting
1: hitting bombs off the right exactly, field wall, and I'm yeah. just
0: like, are you kidding me, man?
1: I'm getting and it's to, to that. I mean, obviously, you know, we'll get into that game in a little bit, but. They had no business even having a two-run lead no, in that game. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. And they had it. Like, I was like, after they lost, I was like, you fucking deserve to win anyway. Like, uh, it's
0: just <laughs> not good, not good. had more
1: runs than hits, I think, at the time. Like, literally, I think they had one hit and two runs. It was Oswaldo's, like, single. That was the only hit. And really? then they scored on when, yeah, we'll talk about Rizzo's death stare and whatnot. But that <laughs> yeah. was something. Um. All right, before we head into it,
0: we'll – uh, got a read for our, our guys at Menagee, Menagee's Advanced Men Skincare. We got a winner for you face and body scrub. You're an athlete. You know how in- important it is to keep clean after a quick shower. Why not double down and improve your skin every time you shower with Menagee's Advanced Men Skincare? Botanical enriched face and body scrub chock full of healthy vitamins and in- or- and organic ingredients this healthy scrub rids away dead skin and debris to reveal new hydrated blemish-free skin isn't it time to invest in yourself and look your best with menagee's face and body scrub it's never been easier use the code FORTRAIN for train for 30 percent off that's f-o-u-r-t-r-a-i-n all caps for 30 percent off hefty discount be sure in these dog days of summer that the Yankees may be going through but in the dog days the heat is still out there make sure that your skin is healthy and hydrated and you are ready to go after each time you shower go over there use the code for train for 30% off um, okay so we Ooh. got some we got some headline notes before we head oh, yeah. into the game uh, some so, housekeeping some housekeeping so we got Nestor goes to the IL a um, little bit of groin issue. Uh, going on there I think I mean we all by the looks of it by his answer sounds like it's just a phantom IL stint so we're not gonna get too crazy listen we talked about it all year he hasn't exceeded 150 innings I think you said he's at 139 la- when we were talking about him last week
1: let's take a peek so I think he's at like
0: 139 side. around that so listen he's gonna exceed that we're expecting him to be 131 back. yeah so we're ex- we're expecting him to be back at some point in September. But I, I have no problem with them giving him a little rest, especially now with the way that Domingo's pitching. And then you bring up Clark that I, I, I'm comfortable with him heading to the I.L. And I'm not really going to uh-huh. lose my my you know what I'm not going to lose yeah. my stuff.
1: They, they ended up calling it a grade two groin strain, which I'm sure, you know, some pe- a lot of people that listen to us are, uh, you know, very active on Yankees Twitter. You see Bobby Malone out there, a grade 2, letting everyone know, a grade 2 strain is typically a two- to three-month injury. So I don't know if that's the Yankees' misspeaking in a way because they really didn't allude to him missing more than one to two starts max Um, or if it is a phantom IL because it kind of sounded like his answer. I think he said, yeah, I pulled it in the first inning and I didn't think it was anything, and then I came in limping the next day, yada, yada, yada. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like slightly something, but it's definitely not a grade. To strain like they announced because that from a lot of things on the internet says that's a longer injury and uh-huh. they've not alluded to him missing more than legitimately like a start or two um but yeah i think this is more beneficial than detrimental if we're being honest yeah in, in this current moment like, yeah keep Nestor's arm fresh you know He kind of hasn't stumbled much at all this year besides those, like, five, six starts where he was a little weary. Still not bad. But, um, yeah, dude, let's keep his arm fresh because he's basically our most consistent pitcher right now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, News that just came out 30
0: minutes ago. Clay Holmes now activated on the Yankees roster. So, he'll be back. Got uh, Clay after his little – uh, I, I guess it's you going to say a lot
1: furlough and now he's gone. But um, mm-hmm. that was literally the definition of a, a Phantom I.L. Yeah. Like Clay's like laughing in his interview where he's like, yeah, my back hurts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, I'm going to have to miss a couple weeks. They place Marwin Gonzalez
0: on the paternity list. So congratulations to him. Uh, he will be having a child soon or his wife will be having a child or girlfriend. I don't want to say he's having a child. Um, Get so. Gabe with a great <laughs> reply on that if you saw it. Oh yeah. Getting more act. yeah, right. Shout out playoff <laughs> to knock our boy Gabe. Marwin getting more action off the field than on it. So uh congrats <laughs> on the sex to Marwin. Um yep. so that's funny. Yeah, so Clay coming back. That that listen, come back. Get it going, Clay. We need you back but to But if where he's you were. bad if he
1: if he's bad when he comes back, then it's like where are we? Yeesh. Like are you good or bad? That's kinda of like we, uh, I don't know if you saw it. There's a ton of stuff on Twitter um, that, like, his release point has slowly, like, moved, like, closer to him uh-huh. in the, in the like, the last couple weeks where he was struggling. So a lot of people were kind of guesstimating that this Phantom IL stint was to get his release point back to where he was elite. I feel like we're going to know very fast. Oh, Like, in his first, absolutely. like, two appearances, like, I'll be, we'll, we'll each be able to go, okay, Clay's back. Or, like, okay we're screwed mm-hmm. because we don't have a closer and one of them decides to get tattooed in the middle of the season or all this chapman of the il <laughs> with an infection yeah. from a tattoo uh
0: i'll let you t- you're you're the one that's all tatted up for the i know you guys can't see from the zoom most of the time but tyler's got a lot of ink going on oh yeah so we you're got some you're ink. more of an expert on this
1: whole thing well i'm just I kind do. of yeah i'm just kind of annoyed by it dude i mean I don't want to be, like, a tattoo expert or anything. But, like, dude, you, you sit there and you get a four or five hour. You get a big tattoo. That whatever area is going to hurt a lot and be super swollen for, like, at least three to four days. So, in my head, he's just kind of like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to get tatted midseason and take, like, a four to five game stretch off. Like, what? I, I guess, dude. I mean, I just, yeah legitimately i i don't it just shows me he doesn't care like i don't even th- there's not much else to it i mean it just it really shows he doesn't care that's like i don't think nba players are out here or nfl like you think an nfl players out here getting tatted like not unless the they're week before lit- a game not unless they're
0: already on the injured list and they're getting yeah exactly i don't
1: know it's just like obnoxious to me no, like I, that's all it is it's really obnoxious to me i i i agree man i agree um with
0: that move though the Yankees sneak this one under the rug. Jason Shreve is now back on the yeah. roster. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe that brings back some good juice from uh, some past teams. I know he was on the 2017 team, but uh, I know Yankee fans have this weird relationship with Jason Shreve and watching him at times. Um, but they know him. Uh, I know. It, it, I don't know how it's going to go, though, because if you look at the past times that we've brought in, say, Justin Wilson when we brought him back in, um, like oh, yeah. that did not work out Shane Green earlier in the year did not mm-hmm. work out
1: so <laughs> Shane the- Green made one outing and then got DFA
0: <laughs> listen the odds are kind of against Jason at this moment in time but they need arms so especially after Chapman gets a tattoo and has to go on the IL um, it's like
1: it's literally it's just calling up an arm that or not calling up an arm it's just filling a spot yeah. because they don't want to call up an arm and waste an option yeah, just uh, just weird. Just uh, oh my god! Can you imagine if yeah, like
0: man. Ron was still in? Was Ron was still in? Uh, yeah, imagine and, Ron. And, <laughs> and, they and they go, "Hey the guys, we waters. got Chase and Shreve." We'd be like, "Oh <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> my god!" We'd be so irate. It would like be you just wild. don't
1: care. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Zach Britton had a bit
0: of a scare uh, with his rehab, but um, with one of his rehab, I got in, yeah.
1: I wonder what it was about then, dude. Because all the things said he like. Didn't even throw a pitch and like spiked the ball and went off the mound pissed off. Yeah, and he tweets like I'm fine.
0: Yeah, I, does it to you? Does it feel like they're kind of rushing him back a little bit? I I know he. I think this is the last year of his contract, but to me, it's like I I remember when they were talking about his progress. I was like, oh shit! I thought he wasn't even supposed to be here this year. So I don't I don't know if they I are rushing him back or if he himself is rushing himself. Like
1: I I, I don't mean, know. I. I think it would be more. I would like to say it would be more him, because it is the last year of his contract, and I don't know if you remember he he didn't have like TJ. He had like a like a new version of Tommy John. So apparently, the rehab process is supposed to be quicker. Wh- whatever. That being said, I mean, I don't really know, dude, because he has to sign off on a rehab stint. Yeah, you know. So he, like, they kind of both have to agree to it. He could, they could be rushing him back. He could be rushing back. If he's fine, though, I want him to pitch, right? At least I want to see him pitch. Yeah. Just somewhat feels,
0: yeah, I mean, if he gets back, it'd be somewhat miraculous. But with what the timetable initially was versus where he's, what he's doing now, it wouldn't be. What is he?
1: What has he had two two appearances? Or he was supposed to have two. He had one where he threw ten pitches, and then this one that he exited. Yeah. So I I don't know. So it, what does he need? Maybe like five, four.
0: To me, it's it's he's an older guy. It sounds like flirting with disaster if you're doing that so soon. You
1: think though, dude?
0: I listen selfishly as a fan, and what we need in the bullpen. Sure, I'd want him back asap. I it's just been know. almost
1: a year though, like eleven months, I think.
0: I thought it was supposed to take over a year. I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. It's a new. People,
1: I'm so. telling you, you got f- take a look. If you ever get a chance, take a look at the. There's an article written on this new version of TJ, or the, it's like I'm pretty sure it's specific to Zach somehow. Like it's not actually TJ. It's like some. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like something weird, and it's supposed to be a faster healing process. But obviously, we have no idea because it's not like we're doctors. A proven thing, and I'm not a doctor yeah i just read something <laughs> not
0: not a doctor podcast
1: um exactly
0: all right let's jump into this series uh game yep. one Jameson tyone on the bump uh Mo goes six innings pitched six hits one earned run two k's Jmo putting together a few good uh or a, a, a good string of starts as mm-hmm. of late keep doing it so um he's getting back on the track that he was earlier in the year which is good to see putting pressure on Jmo, starting to do well I guess that's just what the pressure of the fans do. And when we talk about them, when we talk bad on players, it typically ends up that they prove us wrong, which is good. I invite oh, it. Yeah. Um, it's reverse psychology. Anyone other than probably IKF and J- uh, Josh Donaldson and I don't know, probably for me, Aaron Hicks and then probably other players, but Jameson Tyone responds well, the criticism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it helps when you have a 10, nothing lead. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> that is also true. Um, all right, so the Yankees, also who we get back in this game, the Greek god that is Giancarlo Stanton, and he was immediately uh, contributing in this in the series mm-hmm. overall. Um, IKF in the top of the second gets a single to score two runs, and then Stanton hits a blistering single to the left. Uh, I think it was at like 117 miles an hour. So um, one thing I did notice with him, that you could kind of tell that he's trying to get his legs back under him is he was he was swinging he was doing a lot of uppercutting like he was I don't know if you noticed this like he a lot of what the balls it? were being hit in like pop ups behind home plate so I think that's yeah, he, and he, it. he doesn't typically do that at, like I've noted, like he was doing that far more often than he usually did so um, but that's just I think it's his first series back so I, I think he'll he'll fix that soon. Yeah, uh, a couple RBIs. Yeah, exactly. That's all you can ask, um, the way this team's been hitting. Uh, Donaldson yeah. doubles, gets us up 5 nothing. Benintendi a sack fly. Stanton walks in with the bases loaded. Uh, they're up by 8 nothing in the third. Um, I'm long asleep right now. Long asleep. But <laughs> I think that the cool thing was prior to the last two games happening that a lot of the Yankee fans then said, oh, wow, this was very encouraging. Even though it was against the Oakland A's, like this was encouraging. Was they didn't Mm -hmm. score with a home run, and it was all just offense of different different ways—singles, doubles, hitting the ball hard, just taking what the pitcher gives them, taking what they gave them, and it wasn't the long ball. So a lot of Yankee fans were like, "Oh, this is really good. I this is Mm -hmm. this is a good sign," which rightfully so before the rest of the games happened. Um, But yeah, that was that was a big that was the biggest takeaway for me from this game. I don't know if you had any other um, glaring ones.
1: No, I mean, I I really did think that this was just a um, like a get right tune up game that we've asked for for so long. I think the last three games prior to that against you know Manoa and the Mets and whatnot, um, I think those were like I don't want to say playoff atmosphere type of games, but you're playing very very good teams that are prepared to make deep October runs. This one was kind of like all right. Let's just prove to us you can absolutely mash again. So that was obviously good to see. And the fact that they got out there early and did it, first game on the West Coast too, I was happy to see. And then obviously the other big thing is that you alluded to earlier was j had a great start. Um, Not a great start, but a good start. Six innings pitch, six hits, one earned, two case. Um, I don't know what we want to call that, Rob. Controlling contact maybe. But uh, pitch well. I mean, it's kind of all you can ask for this A's lineup. Sorry to uh, the town tailgate, Rob's buddies, but um, yeah. that ain't no line. That that is no lineup to uh, you know, to to shiver in your Tim's over. <laughs> yeah. To to put it lightly, but it's good to see them do that uh-huh. or him, you know, perform regardless. I suppose. Yeah. Um, Greg right. Weiser though. Or uh, do we want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, he had a, quite the uh, a bad the appearance for
0: him. I felt so bad. Not a good appearance. But Judge was a standout teammate, and when the camera was panned to him in the dugout, he knew where it was, and he went over to go get some sunflower seeds. Yeah, and uh, protect his teammate, which was cool because he didn't want to be seen in that light. And that that's just that's just a leader, like right there, yeah, straight up, exactly. For people
1: that don't know, he went. He got one out in his MLB debut, Uh, gave up three runs. Uh, How did it go? He walked a run in, he hit a batter at an infield single. It was was a nasty, nasty. He has uh, an ERA of 81. Yeah, it was a nasty um, debut. And obviously, you know, you're trying to get to the bigs for however long. That sucks, dude, you know not good i could i could imagine but um yeah whole squad was over there i think clark was over there i saw actually i'm talking yanks this morning apparently herman was like the first dude over next to him which i thought is kind of cool considering he's such a i almost said something mean but he you know did a number of bad things in the past and not huge fans of him um it's good to kind of see him i guess you know, lend a hand where, where it can be lended. So uh-huh. it was cool to see the dudes all around him after he struggled and yanks her up by nine runs. So I yeah. thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, all
0: right, Garrett Cole game two. Uh, we take this one three to two Cole was seven and in a th- seven innings pitch and a third, uh, three hits, given up one run two walks, 11 K's. Um, the way that we get this, uh, run, uh we get this score on the board. Uh, Aaron Judge hits his 49th home run, dead center. Um, The Yankees get into a little bit of trouble later on to then get it to 3-2, but in this one, it went uh, from Cole to Luizaga to Wandy. Luizaga went .2 innings pitched uh, with 1K, so a solid little outing there for Luizaga, so he keeps building on what he's had. Looking a little better. Um, Wandy gets the save. He did give up a run, uh, two hits, one run. Two Ks, uh, but he held on to the dub uh, for for the Yankees, and you went to one
1: of, Gar- one of Garrett's better starts of the years. Yeah, of the year.
0: Yeah, I, I mean you could kind of feel it uh, coming in that they just needed it, and I, I mean it's against mm-hmm. Oakland, so really like I know eight innings pitch now is is not a realistic expectation for like yeah. pitchers today, but I'm like, dude, you're the ace of the staff. Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. I don't even care that it's in Oakland that we haven't even really yeah. performed that well there. But like, you gotta, you gotta go out and do it, and he did it. So, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: really good start for Cole against JP Sears too. Ex-Yankee, kind of. He was jacked up. You could tell he was throwing some. He was throwing yeah. some stuff. pretty pretty well, dude. I mean, we kind of. I think I gave him an MVP award a, once. I may have, but I mean, the A's got him for six years and. He pitched well for the Yanks out of the pen a couple times. He was a good swing man for us. I think he made one start, maybe two. But uh, shout out JP Sears. I like him so, whatever. When he went six innings, eight hits, three earned. Yeah. Um, obviously the only earned against Aaron Judge, and it's, we're basically at the point you just you throw him a strike, it's gonna go far. Mm-hmm. Obviously, didn't have a great last two two games, but. No yeah, I don't know. Cool to see. Cool to see Cole shove as well, because this was uh, essentially the last manufactured run until uh, yesterday afternoon. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's getting excited again. DJ. There he goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer to any new uh, listeners to the pod: Tyler's dog sometimes gets a little excited during. during it's been. Mo- the yeah.
1: It's it's been more, much more recently because of the uh, the move. I think. Yeah. The so, new I mean, neighbors. You know, Every noise he hears, say, like, "What is that?" <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> he quieted down already, but uh, yeah. DJ named after Derek Jeter, by the way. Yep, yep. Some people try and still convince me it's DJ LeMahieu, but <laughs> I wouldn't do that yet. Um, yeah, maybe after a World Series game game
0: walk off or something though. Yeah, or we'll, yeah. an MVP. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so game three, Domingo Herman on the bump. He goes seven and two thirds, three hits, five Ks. In um, his last starts i posted this to the instagram i think he has a 208 era uh with a uh, what is this era plus he's um, balling dude yeah he has a 2.08 era with a not uh, 0.95 whip and 34.2 innings pitched eight earned runs giving up six walks and 22ks um, and this is like the thing i said he may be a scumbag for what he did with his with his wife slash girlfriend I, I don't know what the Whatever what the relationship yeah. is. Um, but the dude can pitch like flat out. And I know mm-hmm. some guy, I, some guy in our comments was saying like, "I don't even care that he's on the team. Like, I wish he wasn't on the team." Like, listen, I, I can respect that. I respect that you. Yeah, don't,
1: that's a fine take to have. It's
0: fine. But listen, if your anger—I I guess not even anger—just like it, if this dude is being allowed to pitch by the Yankees, you got to—you're going to support him. Based We're not going to root for him to pitch bad. Yeah, like. That's just that's just the way of the land. And if you can have your certain feelings on it, absolutely. It, it's a, Same thing with Chapman. I completely respect it. But clearly the Yankees are okay with it. And that's what they're going to do. Um, and, you know, they've talked about how he's made, um, you know, he served his suspension and everything. He so made
1: like a whole speech last year made a whole as well speech. to the so, team so all that
0: stuff. I, I'm sure that maybe they maybe the players in the locker room haven't made exact peace with it but they're saying okay it happened move on for now we could still have our distance of what we think of you but um dude listen the guy's pitching really really good in his last start. like the month of for, for how bad the month of August has been for the Yankees the month Domingo Herman
1: is a, is weirdly a shining light
0: yes a very good month and th- this is like what i've talked about of like you transition that guy into the pen he could be a valued person in in um in a playoff spot and yeah he won't be starting a game hopefully not unless we have crazy injuries that would you suck, just but. you
1: could kind of chalk it up to like if JMO has a really shitty September and Domingo does not I mean then we're talking about a world where Jmo potentially moves to the pen Domingo starting a game four. Yeah, that some could weird be like longer series, yeah, something like that, but um, yeah, I mean, in he had a really bad what was it the first start Rob I think gave up like four or five runs something like that. He had three one nine ERA and forty two innings pitched this year. He's only he's only given up five or no, excuse me, he's given up five homers. He's only walked nine batters. Um, ERA plus a one twenty one. Listen, like Rob said, don't have to love the guy. You don't have to like him. You can hate him. But I'm not gonna root for him to pitch bad. He plays for my favorite team.
0: It's just it's the it's the hand that's been dealt by the Yankees, and if you wanna if you know, don't don't look at other fans that are rooting for him. You look at the Yankees, and then that's who yeah. you can have your qualms with. Um
1: This literally might go down as the best Yankee start of the year as well. Like the strikeouts aren't there, but when was the last time someone went seven, two turns? Seven and two thirds, no earned um did garrett do that this year i, I think
0: know. he may have had no i did garrett have one in his no hitter that he took oh no he didn't take it into the ninth he took it into the i don't know if he gave up a
1: run in that start. either way it's it's up there for it's definitely best it's, start of the year
0: i'd say definitely top 10 you can even argue top five but oh, we, yeah. we'd have to look back on him. no
1: walk no walks either yeah seven two third three hits five Ks. He, he, and he showed we lost this
0: game. He showed out. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the only hit came in the form of Oswaldo Cabrera, who's been very good. I'm saving my conversation for him, foreshadowing mm-hmm. uh, Savage of the series. I um, guess spoiler alert. Um, but that's the only hit we get in this game, and the way that it played out. Yankees said um, no business winning this game. he's really had no business winning this game, but. Nor having the, a lead. In the. Uh, top of the 10th uh benny goes in uh bad bunt by benny or you could say bad bunt and bad base running um however you want to qualify it um so the runner gets out that starts on second the the shadow runner or the ghost runner sorry shadow (laughs) ghost runner on second that people like to call um and he gets out uh judge then strikes out swinging Donaldson intentionally walked, which was an interesting move. I guess they thought that Donaldson was
1: a weapon or a something. A weapon and that yeah, he had no, the good
0: joke. He had the good juju going against his old team in Oakland. Which he did. He 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 didn't have a horrible series. But yeah, he, did he had throw. a really good first game. Yeah. Um but then Rizzo hit by a pitch and the bases are loaded. Um and then the way that you we gotta s- talk about Rizzo
1: staring him down a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah. The way that they score on this one though is the oh my god what was his name uh the pitcher for the oakland that guy could not control um, the zone
1: puke dude i'm t- i'm telling you i literally think it's because he hit rizzo and rizzo stared at him the whole way down and thought he thought was. End. you thought he was shook yeah i think he was shook dude like just watching the yes networks like camera work they're pointing at rizzo pointing at the pitcher and i was like bro He's like actually scared, I think. Like I think he shook him that like I don't know if it's just that, but he couldn't throw a strike after he had no idea where the ball was going.
0: Well, if Rizzo didn't move, that that was definitely hitting his head. That was, oh, 100%. That was a headpiece. Yeah. Um So then a wild pitch to DJ and two runners come around to score, and he didn't even when he came down to then get the ball at home plate, like he wasn't I mean, it was a, not a great throw by the catcher. I think it was Murphy, but like he, the uh, puke didn't even like go for the ball in a way that was like like he didn't really show much urgency, which was kind of surprising. And then you say, "Oh my God, the Yankees are going to steal a game right here without mm-hmm. getting a or getting one hit in the game." More um, runs than hits. <laughs> um, but uh, like I said earlier, vote uh, home runs. It's a home <laughs> run to right field that just gets out in that horrible stadium. Off oh, Ron too, dude. It's our boy, uh, and, um, and then the way that this one ends up shaking out. This was the one where uh, Taylor made double play, and DJ makes a bad throw, and the the A's steal a win. I guess you could say the the Yankees were about to steal a win, and then the A's were going to steal a win. No one wanted to really score all game until the tenth, and. No one wanted to win. Just a bad game, dude. Like, yeah, just bad defensively. And then you talk about the error by Higgy, uh, allowing a runner to go to second and and advance. Um, Higgy, just Higgy and DJ's defense there. You could say that that costed them the game. Um, and then I guess I, I you don't want to really pin too much blame on Ron because he's been good, but he gave up the home run, and, and that's what yeah. that's what
1: you chalk it up to. Ron, yeah, tough to see Ron give that up. But the bigger story, Rob, here, to me at least, Adam Ollard, dude. Whoever the hell this guy is, uh, he has a negative .6 war on the year, five six six ERA and 68 innings pitched. He's almost walked as many batters as he struck out this year. He's given up 43 runs in 68 innings. He's a, a, a really bad pitcher in comparison to everyone else in baseball. And he went eight innings of one hit ball against the New York Yankees, dude. Like that's just not gonna fly in, in any stratosphere of, of existence. the world. Yeah. In yeah. Existence, yeah. I don't get get much of that at all. Like you gotta and mind you it was Oswaldo, the only one that got a hit, and he was in you know, playing minor league ball two weeks ago. I don't know. You face a guy like this, you expect to get a run <laughs> like an actual one. Not a fake one, or fake two fake runs.
0: Wild pitch, their best friend.
1: Yeah, best friend. Twenty twenty one Yankees.
0: Showing their head whatever, honest. dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, annoying, very annoying. Um, I blame uh, it on the offense.
0: All right, uh, you want to do game four? There was just no no good yeah. here. It was just boring. It just yeah. This was just
1: game. such a. It's like Sunday gate Sunday gate day games drop. I'm all fired up. I'm like yes, it's Sunday, relaxing day. Just going to watch the Yankees, you know, win three out of four against the Oakland A's, right? They took the first two. They can't lose the next two. No. Sadly, the Yankees are, or we are mistaken. The Yankees lose this one 4-1. One. Um, Clark really, uh, he's looked very good out of the bullpen the majority of this year. Um, simply did not look good at all in this game. 4.1 innings, pitch, eight hits, four earned runs. He hits 7Ks, surprisingly. Basically seems like when he was throwing strikes and he wasn't striking guys out. They were hitting it. And it just it just wasn't a good start for Clark. Needless to say, um, vote doubles deep to make it one nothing in the first. Uh, Garcia singles makes it two nothing, and then A's tack on two more in the third, and that's kind of the story of this game. It was four nothing until the fifth, where Higgy singles um, after Hicks stole a base. And that was kind of it. They had an opportunity, I believe, I want to say it was the sixth maybe, Rob. Um, first and third where Rizzo had like a little, excuse me, double down the uh, third base line. He trips going to second, um, has to retreat to first. And then I believe DJ was up next and DJ hits into a double play. And that was kind of the last threat that the Yankees had. And you're just kind of sitting here with a really bad taste in your mouth. After you win the first two, and then you go on to lose the next two. It just doesn't feel great, man. Clark looked bad. Yanks go Clark, Banda, Weiser, Bard. And they were still
0: in the game, dude. They were still yeah. in reaching of of winning the baseball game, which is wild that you yeah. list off those names. Yeah. <laughs> And it was they only scored four runs against the or the Oakland A's only scored four runs like the Oakland A's 48 mm-hmm. and 81 22 and 43 at home like that that's that's not good so no um, all no. right let's do let's do our, before we got, we got some more points to talk about the Yankees but let's just do our um let's do our savages of the series um, here we go so I'm gonna start it off listen I kept tweeting this out that this kid has been nothing but really really solid for this team. He showed it out with the defense early on when he first came up, robbing the home run, making some plays at at short, at third, anywhere. This kid plays everywhere. Oswaldo Cabrera uh goes 7 for 17 in the series. He was the one hit in game 3. It's a real it's a real bright spot during this bad series, but like dude, I now he's called up and he can—he's a Swiss Army knife. He could play everywhere. He's, it's amazing to see. But I mean, the noise is going to get a lot louder. I mean, he played shortstop, I believe, on on game four. Like the noise is going to get really loud around IKF and him oh, at, at at, <laughs> at shortstop. Because <laughs> like, yo, if if this kid is hitting the way he is, and then you pair that with the solid defense that you're getting, and then the fact, Tyler, then if you're in a playoff position and Let's just say they have to do something weird with a defensive alignment or or uh, defensive switching out. Like you can put him almost anywhere. Like we were joking about him playing catcher, but it would not surprise me if he could <laughs> yeah. put on the gear <laughs> and he could play. So listen, I, Oswaldo Cabrera has been nothing but a real bright spot, and it makes it probably makes Yankee fans even more eager to call up a guy like Oswald Oswald uh, Peraza and get mm-hmm. him up here because man, when these young kids they they like bring life and they i don't know if you remember last year but they did the same thing too when they brought up a squid they brought up these young kids and it 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 shoots some life into them and greg allen greg allen like the month (laughs) of september i know uh when's the date when's the exact date that they the cutoff point is it september 1st Uh, um
1: i'm not sure i know that they could have saved a year of uh, of eligibility if they called them up on like the 20th or something yeah so so service time is irrelevant now i just just give me, the best, play. You. Just I, give me yeah. the
0: best players that can play and that's don't what they I think
1: he's going to get called up dude.
0: I no, I don't think so either but listen I'll I'll take Oswaldo. I'll take yeah. him cuz this kid is electric. He's an athlete and he I like the ability for him to switch hit um and he he showed out this series seven for seventeen like that's no joke and uh, he was making it happen. I mean Michael K was sounding so excited every time he got a hit. I was like Michael, why are you acting yeah, surprised? I love it. Yeah. I was like you're acting surprised. This kid is he's the real deal. He's a major he's a major league level talent that can that can play. And, and I think the crazy thing too is he was like the 14th ranked guy. He wasn't even. He's our 14th prospect. He yeah. wasn't. He, I don't even think he was starting at his natural position behind Praza um yeah he was he was just
1: technically the backup shortstop so
0: i listen keep doing it oswald though
1: you are you're you're looking real good you're looking real good yeah he's he's killing it he's making a lot of people happy too i mean the guy is just electric i mean you see some dudes it's also kind of cool i saw someone talking about this where a lot of times yankees will call up rookies and they'll hit them like ninth and be like you're the rook like earn your spot but they've been kind of they've Throwing him in the six hole a couple times, like ahead of Trevino, ahead of IKF, ahead of Hicks. Kind of cool to see they're they they're going. Hey, we're gonna put you here, and I want you to produce. So, obviously, uh-huh. we're big fans of Cabrera on this pod. Yeah. Um, keep it up, dude. Better be in the lineup tonight. Hopefully, starting over IKF. Um, but yeah, all right. Before we, you know, remind me to talk about IKF in a little bit because he's <laughs> not my uh, he's not my MVP of sucking either. But um, my savage of the series, Rob, Domingo Herman. Don't know the last time I gave him this award. If he's ever received, I actually think this you award. gave
0: it to him recently. Did I? I think after one of his. I did the Mets start. I think you may have given it to him.
1: Am I being extremely soft here and just <laughs> trying to give it to him now? Like, what's wrong with me? All right, whatever. He does. I do think he deserves it regardless. Seven and two thirds, three hits, no one runs, five Ks. Um. One of the better starts of the year, as we discussed earlier. It could have been Judge. Um, he essentially won a game on his own um, with the three run bomb, but didn't get much the final two games, so I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to give it to Herman for providing some sort of stability in the roto
0: um all right mvps are sucking They stink me and tyler i believe are both gonna go from a defensive standpoint this time i gotta go with the higgy error uh just i i would call that a mental error because higgy in past years has really been able to shift his body over and block those kind of balls um but it just uh slipped his mind and, and it was a big listen we've been critical of guys like gary sanchez in the past mm-hmm. and you gotta you gotta show the same respect of of um expectations i would say um and he just he let the ball go by yankees twitter was going rampant and then um the eventual error that i believe tyler will be getting to um but yeah yeah. i I gotta go i gotta go with higgy for that one
1: yeah can't argue it solid choice um mine's gonna be kind of rude i suppose but not really it is what it is we are truthful on this pod rap uh dj the dude he was one for 12 in this series um I mean That kind of says enough But he also committed Um An error with the Taylor Made double play As you said earlier Um Lost us the game Who knows if the Yanks Would have went on to win it Um But they certainly Would have gotten out of that inning If he made a good, If DJ makes a good throw To to Rizzo at first yep. He does not The Yankees lose Um Only one walk too. Uh So he's only on base twice This This series Um you're the, you're a vet leader. I don't know if it's because you were, you're not used to the five hole. I don't want to make excuses though. Do you need to bat lead off? I don't know, Rob. We talked about this a little before we got on the pod, but uh, yeah, it's DJ making it for me. Cool. Got kind of, kind of um, a better than that. All right. Do you want to just you, I
0: let's talk about IKF? So what what do you? I mean, his numbers are self explanatory of why he's just he he doesn't get it done. Yeah. He hasn't been getting it done to what... Like, if the defense was there, if this guy was a stud and he was making these plays and he was doing it, I really... Like, I wouldn't have... I'd say, yeah, the offense sucks. Like, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But he he makes both physical errors on the field and he makes sometimes mental errors and he'll... Um, he will also... is just not doing it consistently with the bat. And people... We'll talk about the batting average, and I think IKF and I, I do believe that batting average does matter more Mm -hmm. so than more people. But listen, he is the prime example that a lot of advanced baseball stats, and like you as well, like that you can just say, like, here you go. This is why it's not. (laughs) This is not why. And like he's got to be. He got RBI, and he got to started on game one, but. Uh, it's just it's sometimes a tough watch with him and
1: yeah um, yeah he kind he kind of does things at times I think his numbers with the bases loaded are pretty good weirdly um I mean what you're getting with IKF is a dude that's just gonna put the like he's gonna put the ball on the ground like all the time he's gonna ground out to the left side and like Rob said he does not have a great glove I don't even think it's uh, astronomical to say that he's probably one of the worst shortstops in the Yankees organization, and that is including the minor leagues. Um, I think Marwin plays a better short than him. I think Oswaldo plays a better short than him, than him. I know Oswald Peraza plays a better short than him, and we just refuse to call him up. Um, he's raking in AAA, by the way. It's really just bothering me, Rob, especially when this team um, has terrible or not terrible, is going through a really bad offensive stretch. I'm like, okay, why don't we just fix one of the holes that are ever so glaring and call up our number two prospect in Oswald Peraza. Um, No. So, since July 17th, Rob, my birthday, coincidentally enough, uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa has a 239 batting average, a 286 on base percentage, and a 284 slugging. That is a whopping 570 OPS since July 17th, and that equates to a 65 WRC plus um, in 120 plate appearances. He also has three extra base hits. So, he's doing nothing. He doesn't play a good shortstop, and he's not. He's not good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Um, Yankees could call up Peraza. They refuse to. If you're not going to call up Peraza, then just make Cabrera the starting shortstop, I guess. I don't really know. Um, don't I'd be okay I with I c- it. I'd be fine yeah, with it. Ex- exactly. That would be cool. There's also, I heard this stat today. It's not mine. Um, John Boy dudes found that as well. Um, leads the team in double plays, Rob. or uh, He's second in the team on double plays. I thought this was the fast infielder that put that puts the bat to ball and, and gets us out of the strikeout double play home run thing. No, he actually is second on the team in double plays. How about new? First is Aaron Judge, who can do whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. Because he's Aaron Judge and is having a phenomenal season. Um, yeah, blatantly, I mean, I'm just done with ICAF. and it's it's uh, we've been done for a while, but. I don't, I don't. I just like take my anger out on them at this point. I don't
0: really blame you.
1: I don't really blame <laughs> you. Um, all right. Five seventy ops. Not good.
0: Um, all right. So this overarching point that I wanted to talk about. Get your take on it. Um, so the Yankees right now. Uh, let me pull it up. I'm just gonna look at the standings. Do um, League. Okay. So right now the Yankees are three and a half back from the Houston Astros for the overall seed in the American League. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know the history that the Yankees have in playoff appearances outside of the wild card game, I believe, in 2015. uh, They haven't had home field advantage when they've gone up against the Houston Astros. I think it is a bigger deal. And I know that this bad stretch, um, there's still a month left of baseball, but this bad stretch has put them in – a dwindling position uh, when it comes to that home field advantage. I think it is, personally, I think it's imperative that they try and get that home field advantage, and that's why I don't necessarily like them taking their foot off the gas this late in the season, because I think, like, it all relates back to me. I know that, like, that's the that's the hump that I think that we have to get over. That's the, that's the mountain that we have to get over to then succeed oh, yeah. to get to the World Series. So, I think it's really important, and I don't think a lot of a lot of in sports media, a lot of even on Yankees Twitter, it's not really talking about it as much as I think it is important. And of course, the playoffs are at the end of the day a, a crapshoot. Like anyone can win the playoffs. We look at the Nationals, we look at other teams in past history. Like uh, it can happen. But I think to best put themselves in a great position, like bro, when the Bronx is bumping, it is bumping. People do not oh, yeah. like to play there. They do not like to play there. It's been well voiced that. Opponents do not like playing in that stadium because of the fans, and I think it's still within reach that they could get it. It's going to be an uphill battle. They're three and a half back. The Astros are 82 and 47. The Yankees are 78 and 50. Three and a half back. I think, at least for me, I would really like this team to show some urgency to try and push for that number one overall seed. I think it would be a really big a really big deal if they got that first overall seed. Do I think they're going to get it? Not really, but maybe. But it's just something that's been on my mind that I want them to push for,
1: for sure. I would love for them to do it, Rob. But I, I still have my focus on the division right now, dude. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. The Astros are so good. And they're like, what, 13, 12, 13 games up maybe? Yeah. Um. Obviously, yes, I would love for them to make a – I want them to make a push for the the top spot in the American League and I think they can. Um as long as they don't play August baseball in September. Yeah. Like please. three and a half games is not an astronomical number. Um it's definitely not it's not an easy task. I mean, you need the Houston you need Houston to lose too. I think Houston, uh, kind of in my book, I don't know where it is record wise. Um I do think they're the second best team in the league, um, in all of baseball behind the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are Pretty much on a pedestal of their own right now. Let me see if they are. Yeah, I mean, they have the second best record in the league, tied with the Mets. Um, I don't know, dude. They're really freaking good. Verlander's having one of the best years of his career right now. Um, it's crazy to say because
0: they lost Correa and that you would call that their best player, but now it's just like Jordan, Tucker, yeah. the starting Framber pitching. Framber is, is
1: so good, too, dude. Like I, Framber's having a phenomenal year, that, too.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I have a level of like. I'm still gonna put my money on the Yankees because I'm a Yankees fan. I'll take the plus odds. Like I'll do it. Oh yeah. I will. I'm a Yankees fan, ride or die.
1: Did but we say they lost Brantley for the year too? They did
0: lose Brantley, which is, uh, in turn, a, a, makes it the Yankees' road a little easier. Mm-hmm. But um, like, it's crazy that their bullpen is still solid. They're starting pitching. They even they, they lose Cole. They lose grinky they lose all these guys they lose furlander for a year but they they're still make the ALCS. yeah and uh, they're just
1: a good organization
0: yeah i think well they they play <laughs> that some shit but yeah <laughs> yeah so but um yeah it's just something that's been on my mind that i really hope and because we're about to get into september that i really hope that they push for and it could be a conversation to then come up in a month um mm-hmm. But yeah, because I, I just think the Bronx is a different beast when you have home field advantage. Like you get four games there, I think they could like I I know it's an uphill battle, and it's I'm still gonna put my money on the Yankees because I'm a Yankees fan, and I want them to win if we get into the CS versus them. But I think I feel so astronomically better knowing one knowing the history of when we're at home we are able to beat them, and two like you just have that on your side and like the Yankee like you just see this team this year they play to the fans energy and oh yeah I think it'll be huge but um
1: yeah just something I wanted to bring up
0: but who do you uh,
1: who do you think has the uh baseball reference has the higher percentage to win the World Series the Yankees or the Astros
0: I would probably say the Yankees. Surprisingly, yeah,
1: they have the Yankees at eighteen point two, and the Astros with a seventeen point six percent chance. I don't. I to don't win necce- the World Series. I don't necessarily Not that I give a shit about those. Yeah, I don't
0: necessarily agree with that. No, I don't agree with it. So, um,
1: I just thought it was funny.
0: But no, I, I, so like going back to this point with the uh, to shift off the point of the home field advantage, but like what we're seeing from the Yankees right now, um, and it's it, like I said, it's a crapshoot with the team uh or it's a crap shoot when you get to the playoffs and you see what happens but there are and we say like you play the regular season for a reason but you don't want to hinge on everything from the regular season in the playoffs because crazy stuff happens um, but there are elements from the regular season that are clearly transferable into the postseason in my opinion and I think that the thing that scares me the most and it certainly scares yankee fans the most is just when the offense goes spotty like they have in this month and this series it is terrifying it is terrifying because it is such polar opposites of what they're able to do uh when they're looking like they were and they're walking off games earlier in may and june and they're looking like just an unbelievable team they're on a historic pace and then they go like this and we say yeah. Why are you doing this to us? You are making us go mentally insane watching you. Exactly. And it's just – it's really frustrating to watch. But, like, the moral of the story is the Yankees do – I hate to say it, but they have this spotty offense. They just need to have –
1: They got to get hot at the right time. They just
0: need to get hot at the right time. And, like, that's baseball in a nutshell. And, like, it's Mm -hmm. weird like that, but it's just – that's just what has to happen. So, like, people will throw out, like – this solution, like you have to, you have to hit this guy here. You have to hit this guy there. You, you, you have to the make But if the whole switch, team's not hitting, yeah, that's the issue. It doesn't matter. So,
1: yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. It's weird because, like you said, I mean, it's the one team I literally feel like in any sport, and it's regard. It almost seems like it's regardless of what players we have on the team either. Whether who's hurt, someone's hurt, someone's not hurt. Different team, different lineup, whatever. The Yankees can for months look like the best team in baseball. And then for weeks or months and a half or whatever it may be, can we look like legitimately the worst team in baseball. It's what, like how does that even make sense?
0: I don't know if I'm crazy in saying this, but like even if they were scoring runs but like losing close games.
1: But that is kind of what they've been I mean the OPS numbers and you know that stat you retweeted. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but
0: I, I don't know. It's just, their offense is
1: still ranked pretty high. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. They they put so much distance between they still have the highest uh or no second highest run differential behind the Dodgers. So yeah. they it's and and like the thing that I I will say, like I hear like people still bring up the point that their home runner die. I don't think as much their home runner yeah. die. Like I don't Don McGregor kills me with that. I I, <laughs> I I don't think that they are the same. Like I think when you have a guy like Benintendi, Rizzo, and DJ to mix in with Judge and Stan, I think it, I really like their lineup. I do. I, and then hopefully they play Oswaldo at shortstop, and then mm-hmm. all we'll have to worry about is Donaldson and Trevino and, like that's, and Glaber getting back on track. That's another conversation. Glaber still... Yeah but could we'll save that we'll ha- we'll hope that he gets it right at some point but it's not looking very good but like back to my point like the top 5 in the lineup like I feel so much more comfortable than, with that than I did even last year like DJ seemingly is healthy then you add in Ben and Tendi that could be leading off like I do think that they and stand hopefully for a full month like I don't think there's the same home home runner die that they have been cuz I do think they that that those those five that at the top, those matter. So I don't know. I don't I, think
1: they're home run or die, dude. I don't I mean, Just think look so. at some it's games just, that they've had. It's just the like way that they you play have to hit homers.
0: It's just the way that they play at some times and how anemic the offense goes that then people will bring up that point. They're like, oh, they're home run or die And yeah. I, I, I don't think pretty, that they are the same.
1: So. Pretty much when it, when someone says that to me, I'm just like, Okay, your opinion doesn't really matter anymore. Like that's kind of the boat I'm in. I don't know, dude. I I agreed with that in every good every yeah every good team is typically hitting more home runs than the majority of the teams in baseball. Like last year, like what we did, we say yeah. Like last year, they really felt like home run or die, but they also were a team that was legitimately only led by Stanton and Judge. Yeah. Like they had nothing else. I mean, now, yeah, I don't think this team is home run or die, dude. I mean, DJ's back, Benny's playing well, Stan will be well, Rizzo for Judge a is full good. year, Rizzo's phenomenal, Donaldson stinks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh,
0: Donaldson, I'm just like I know we talked about it in the past weeks. Like if Donaldson yeah. could get going, like
1: I, I feel know, like I just, all the time, dude, it's. It's like I'm so, he's so close to just being like, all right, Star Cabrera over Donaldson or something like that. And then he'll have a good game out of nowhere where he hits a double and a homer. But then you have IK Like in game one. Yeah, IKFs. exactly. I don't know, dude. Left side of the infield stinks. Stinks. Uh,
0: maybe call it Peraza it. too. Play Peraza at short and have Oswaldo play third. Yeah.
1: Play. Yeah. Let's get the young kids on the left side of the infield. Sign me up. Sign me I don't up. know. I'm winning Anaheim, dude. Uh, Take two out of three yep or sweep. When was the last time we swept? No, the uh, Mets actually. Eh, two game series doesn't really yeah, count. Doesn't, doesn't count.
0: Yeah. Um, sweep. Yeah, so we're going to play the Angels, and then we are off to play Tampa at the trot which is not gonna be fun. I
1: think that's when the Yankees front office the season starts again in their eyes. This is like a second spring training to them. The whole month of August was spring training. <laughs> I seriously think yeah, that, no, dude. I, like, I'm not even joking. I don't
0: think you're wrong. Um. And then uh, Labor Day, they play Minnesota on that Monday at 1. Um, and then that week, uh, next week, they play um, Minnesota up until Thursday. And then Tampa again at the stadium. Then at Boston for midweek. I don't know why they wouldn't do that on the weekend. Uh, they play at Milwaukee, which is a interesting series. Milwaukee's a solid team. So, like, their month of September is the – Rays, Twins, Rays, Sox, Milwaukee. Two games against the Pirates, Would say better take at the stadium. Sox, Toronto, Baltimore. uh, Like, Texas. one game left to Baltimore. So, like, that's, like, those are quality baseball teams. All I'm going to say. Good luck. Yeah, so they got it. They got it, And then they finished the season off with Texas. So, at Texas.
1: Just, just play, play the way you played for three months out of the season and – you should be fine you're going you're winning the division by five plus games at the end of the year it's all that matters yep um
0: all right so i think we covered everything that is it for episode number 110 of the four train savages pod as always be sure to subscribe leave us a rate and review on apple and spotify uh follow us at four train savages on instagram as well as um uh, tiktok and at four savages on twitter uh to go follow us there really appreciate you guys for listening we will catch you next time